Welcome, everyone, to the Gentleman's Atlas Podcast, a creative platform dedicated to making you the best version of yourself. Welcome yet again to another episode of the Gentleman's Atlas Podcast. Thank you all for joining me today, and let's go ahead and get started with today's topic. Today is going to be more, again, of that fireside chat that we had in a previous episode where I'm kind of just going to talk about some recent ideas, recent thoughts, and conclusions that I've come to over the past several weeks, um, especially as we've entered the new year, times are kind of shifting, and it's just important to reflect on where we've been and where we're going. A big idea that I've focused on, and it's been pretty prevalent for the past several months, and that's kind of the idea of redefining yourself and what that really means. Because you might think, okay, I'm redefining myself. I'm changing for the better. I'm going to drop these bad habits, do these good habits. But a thing that's often overlooked is the magnitude of that change. And what that means is, you know, does redefining ourselves means we're a completely different person that you would never recognize? Does it mean, you know, even just small little things? And so for me, redefining is going to be subjective and it's also going to be relative to your situation. So sometimes the small changes are best and sometimes the big changes are best. You know, if you lose someone you really love, if you're like not happy at all with your life. So major states of uncertainty, of depression, of anxiety, um, of uncomfort can be situations to redefine yourself. If you're kind of just going along the path already, or you're not, it's not that you're unhappy, but you think you wish some things could be better, then that's where the smaller change starts taking more of effect. And so when I'm thinking about these things, I'm like, you know, what do I want to redefine about myself? What do I want to change? What do I want to improve? What do I want to be better? Um, and most of the time it comes down to habits. It comes down to thinking. It comes down to execution. So the biggest thing that I I'm facing right now is, you know, a lack of proper use of time. There's a lot of things that I'm passionate about and a lot of things that take up a lot of time. And I'm not always super laser focused on them as I should be. So I lose a lot of efficiency a lot of time wasting things or wasting time on things that don't matter, things that aren't good for me. And there's some days where I'm much better about it, some days where I'm not. But for me, you know, if I'm serious about my life, if I'm serious about being consistent, it's something that I have to accept that I'm doing. And now I have to say, okay, how do I redefine this so I'm not doing that anymore, right? And so one of the ways that I've learned to do something like that, um, is by the speaker, author, um, and former Navy SEAL, David Goggins, who had a way of tricking his brain. And it was just like, whenever it was something that he wasn't used to doing or something that it was making him uncomfortable, he just tells his brain straight up, that's what we do now. That's who we are. And just doesn't question it. So it's, again, that it's one way of doing it, but it's an initiative. It's an idea that you're in control. And sometimes you're going to doubt. Sometimes you're going to feel uncertain. Sometimes you're just going to feel uncomfortable. Well, you just got to say, this is what we do, and you do it. 
And often if you put yourself through the motions, if you put yourself through the actions, the thought process will follow and you can eventually change without even realizing. Um, but I'm going to give some strategies for redefining to become, you know, better than you thought before. So we'll go ahead and get started. You have to understand where you are. You need a starting point. You need to say with complete honesty. It might be brutal. It might hurt. But you have to say with complete honesty where you are. Right. It can be physical, mental, career, family, personal goals, whatever is the case. There's a lot of things that come into your state of being. So this, these questions are going to center around the I or the me, right? The individual self. So it's letting you think about what you are right now. And it's really important to remember that you are the artwork, right? You're on the canvas and you've already painted a picture for yourself. That's your identity, your personality, what you do, what you think, what you feel. Redefining yourself is either making small tweaks with a small brush or maybe even bigger strokes that change who you are. And then a full redefine of yourself is saying, I am not happy at all with who I've become, with who I am. And that's saying you grab the white paint and you brush all over that existing canvas for a blank slate built on however many years of a different identity. Some things might be similar, but once you say that, you're really saying that you're trying to seek out a completely different life. And it's a very extreme case and not all people pull it off um, and not many people realize they want to pull it off. Oftentimes, you find it with serious cases of depression, um, really serious cases of like um, negative body kind of thinking. So, someone that's really obese or super anorexic and they just want to completely shift around. Um, you also have people that maybe were former criminals, did a line of work that was illegal, and they, they and it's like getting their act together. And then oftentimes when you reckon, when you see those people again, you, you don't recognize them. They're just completely different people to you. Um, so that's the extreme side. And then the smaller side, again, is, okay, you know, I don't like that people take advantage of me. I don't like that I am super nice all the time. Okay, small read of fun. Uh, how do I not get pushed around? They focus on the same questions. You have to understand where you've been and where you are. There's a key different differentiation that you have to understand, though, and that's approach it from an eye outside your own lens, right? So if there was a conversation between you and someone else where you got taken advantage of and you're going to look back at that conversation, don't look at it through your eyes. Look at it as if you were third person there and you were just looking at it unbiasedly from a different perspective. And oftentimes you were going to find things that you kind of avoid talking to yourself about. Um, things that you might do, things that you might let them say that would make them think they have control over you. And that's where you really start to get somewhere because you take the pieces that exist and you rearrange them in some new way that puts what happened in a different lens so you may better understand it. So 
you have to remember that it's going to take time. You're going to have to think about it. You're going to have to understand it. You're going to have to really kind of dig it over and over and over into your head. And once you have that acceptance with that understanding, then you get to work. So let's talk about me personally. Um, I have a tendency to sometimes think about the past and then that affects my present behaviors. So I'm a very different person than I was two years ago and even one year ago. Um, A very, very different person. But the thing is, is that while I'm much better off and happier for what I am now, sometimes I question not being who I was. Sometimes I'm like, you know, sometimes it just feels comfortable to go back to what I was. And it it's, doesn't last long, but it's almost like a, a temporary state of procrastination that's affected by that. And it controls me occasionally. It's a periodical thing. But it's something that I'm changing. It's something that I'm like, I can't be doing that anymore. It's not what I do. And it's a voluntary choice of being different that I made, but I can't act like I can just go back because I don't want to. And it's not what's good for me. So find those things, right? Find something that you're doing wrong, that you know is wrong, that you know is holding you back. Talk to yourself, accept the truth of the matter, understand how you can fix it, and then get to work. Right? A a big picture thing on redefining yourself is look towards the future where you want to be and then build a system that gets you there starting today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year. Start today because the sooner you start, the sooner you're going to realize that you have what it takes to change. But you can't put it off. You have to give it commitment. You have to be willing to put in the work. Now, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about self-analyzing, self-reflection, um kind of similar to the awareness and clarity I talked about a few months ago on the podcast. It's really important to understand yourself on a foundational level that when other people say things about you, it doesn't affect you because you understand what you are. The reason that you see some people who are so confident, who can be told things and they act like they don't care is because they've come, they either have a really big barrier, which is not healthy in their case, so it's not something you should aspire to have, but they have a really big understanding of self, right? You know, someone trash talks me, you don't get pushed around, but you kind of laugh, right? You're just, you're like, yeah, if they knew me, they would also know all these different um, faults of mine. They wouldn't just say these, because you know, you know you're not perfect, but you're in love and happy and proud of who you are. There's a great, I'm a big fitness person. I love uh, working out at the gym. But there's a great um, slogan from Alpha Leap, uh, which is a clothing uh, line. But they also have a gym, I believe, in Texas. They just recently opened it up. And their slogan is proud, but never satisfied. And it's such an important message because you should always be proud of who you are. You should be 
thankful for what you've become, the situations, the opportunities, the challenges, the setbacks, the suffering, the pain, the friendships, the relationships, the love that got you where you are right here, right now. But you should always look to be better. You should always look to be 1% better than you were yesterday. And the next day, do the same thing. And that's a crucial part of self-reflection and self-analyzing. You have to understand where your strengths are. You have to play to your strengths, cover your weaknesses, and grow. Understand what is it you want. What is it you love, right? Look at patterns of your past self. I've been researching some just general questions that you to ask myself. You know, and, and one of those places that I found just, you know, starts with these categories, your childhood, challenges and failures, happiness, relationships, growth, purpose and impact, all these different components that really act to analyzing yourself. And you have to be, I think one important thing is that usually highly successful people are okay with solitude, right? It's not all the time, but they do need alone time to reflect, to remember. So. You know, I I looked at this. I've been talking to myself recently about it, and I here's one of the, some questions about failures and challenges. Um, so one of the questions was, how did I handle each failure in my life? What was my reaction to failing? And for me, it was like when I failed, I just I just moved on, right? I didn't think about it. I didn't reflect on it. It didn't feel good to fail. I mean, I love not failing. I love winning. But I was ready for the next thing. I was like, okay, I can't do anything now. We just need to go. We need to keep moving. We can't stop. Um, and so, I mean, a lot of us has felt like as we were growing up that you should always strive to be perfect, right? For perfection to make no mistakes, that mistakes were bad things. And I still believe that striving for the best is ideal. It's the best thing, but it, it's, you should understand that it's okay if you make mistakes, mistakes are just going to give you lessons to be learned so you can do better in the future and i say strive for perfection because it's such a high bar that if you hit a little below perfection you're still hitting a whole like heck of a lot higher than if you strive for good um so it's always good to strive for the best and then appreciate what you then get as long as you're putting in the work um the next question when in my life have i repeated the same mistakes over and over again um, so this is what I was talking about earlier, but when times are uncertain or change is about, I tend to follow my routines and outside self-improvement content consumption that doesn't serve any value is the biggest mistake that is repeated over and over again. It's in often it's a distraction or a form of procrastination from the work that I need to do. Um, what's one of my biggest regrets? What did I learn from it? Not taking the time and effort to try and do better when I was growing up. Um, a lot of the work that I did during my academic years was mid-level work. Um, didn't give it my all when I was doing it. Really didn't study, didn't try to learn the material. And it's not so much that the academic stuff, but it's just I learned that I have complete control over the tasks that I'm doing. Right, I choose what I want to be doing. It's not always the, my favorite type of work, but I've chosen the work that I want to do. But I understand that no matter what you do, if you're going to do it, you don't do it or you do it 100% focused, right? There's no, I, there's no in-between. There's no gray area. It's black and white. 
you do it or you don't do it. But if you're not going to do it, say no. Find something else. And if you're doing it, you are committed. You are saying, I will spend the necessary time and focus and attention on the task at hand and do it with 100%. Um, what's my attitude with facing a challenge? I like facing challenges. I like struggling. I like growing because for me, it's like I'm excited. I have an opportunity to grow and overcome something and I'm just ready. I know it's not going to be easy. I know it's going to be hard and that's kind of what I love about it. Um, how comfortable am I asking for help when faced with a challenge? So I usually don't ask for help. Um, it's more from the fact that I don't usually admit it, but I'm more uncomfortable with others thinking that I'm kind of incompetent to do it on my own. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, sorry, asking for help is not a bad thing, but I kind of just still have that mentality. And it's a, it's a bad mentality to have. I will admit that. Um, it's definitely not the strongest idea and has a lot of fault. And it's not to say that I don't seek out help, but I just really enjoy doing it on my own. Plus, it gives me that satisfaction that I did on my own. Um, some of you might have felt that. Others, you might have been like, I feel like I'm crazy, but it's just me. I recognize it to be slightly more of a fault, but it's something that I still have to learn for myself. Um, so my most harmful pattern when faced with stress. So for me, it's either overworking or stop working completely. Um, just... Like I take a break from something or I just keep on working. And it's if I'm stop working, it's not like I'm like, okay, I'm done. It's like I start just getting distracted and I just can't get back to focusing on my work. And then overworking is like I just keep pushing through it to like clutter my mind with something else, um, which both aren't really healthy. So that's just kind of something that I've seen in myself. And so it's just important to realize where you are. Because then you can make actionable steps to become where you need to be. Like for me, it's like, okay, limit mindless content consumption, right? Um, realize that you don't have to do this alone, that you have people that are going to help you and make this a better process. So it's acknowledging your faults so you can improve them. Um, but also understand, be proud of who you are. Like I'm proud of the man that I've become today. Um, I know I have a lot left to grow. I know I have a lot left to learn, a lot left to live. But I'm happy with who I am. And I'm happy that I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to face challenges that are going to make me stronger, increase the caliber of person that I am. But that's going to do it for me today. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will catch you guys in the next episode.